While Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker filed his 2017 fiscal year budget months ago, this week the House puts out its version. We check in now, as we do most Mondays, with State House News Service reporter Matt Murphy, who says the Speaker of the House wants to limit the state's spending growth, possibly even more so than Governor Baker. Now that doesn't mean when this gets to the floor for debate later this month that lawmakers won't be um, proposing amendments and adding spending to that budget. There's always a little room baked into the original proposal uh, to increase spending. But I think we're looking at a fairly tight budget, even as we've seen um, uh, uh, many lawmakers uh, try and press their leadership uh, to do additional spending, in particular on education aid and Chapter 78 for cities and towns. And uh, just for context, uh, when will the Senate uh, act on, on their version of the budget? So typically, um, we will see the the House uh, release their budget on Wednesday. They'll debate it um, uh, the last week in April. Uh, and then uh, in May, around mid-May, we'll see the Senate come out with their budget and debate it uh, later that month. Okay. Well, last week, the legislature finalized a solar energy bill that lifts the state's caps on solar net metering, which allows solar panel owners to sell the extra power they generate back to the electrical grid. Solar advocates, however, were critical of some parts of that bill, saying that it's a short-term fix. So are legislators going to be back in the same position soon if these new caps get hit? I mean, Yes. I, I think the, the short answer there is yes. Senator Ben Downing um, from Pittsfield, who helped negotiate this bill, even suggested uh, in the Senate last week when they passed it that it, it could be uh, you know, as soon as nine months from now when people that are installing solar uh, projects could be bumping up against the new cap once again. Uh, this cap is a three percentage point lift on, on public and privately owned uh, solar facilities, um, but it is, you know, it's it's kind of a, a short-term solution. Um, as more and more people install solar, uh, we will bump against that cap again. And you know, there's also concern, um, even though the solar industry was glad to see this compromise come out after lengthy uh, five months of negotiations between the House and Senate, there is concern about lowering the value of the incentives for solar and what that could do to the industry long-term. Lawmakers have also been saying that they would wait to address uh, several other big energy issues until after getting this solar bill done. Uh, So what's next on their plate? Yeah, they really were hoping to clear this solar issue off their plate before they dove into the larger energy bill. There had been some talk that they would like to put a bill out before the budget that now appears and clearly um, probably not going to happen. So probably sometime after the House finishes its budget, we may see them put out a bill that focuses on uh, the future of hydroelectric power, um, how to import it, how to get it into Massachusetts, and also offshore wind will be the two main focuses of that energy bill uh, as they look to fill the gap in uh, a lot of the, the power that is retiring in Massachusetts and in New England from nuclear and coal facilities. Finally, tomorrow is the 10th anniversary of the signing of Massachusetts' universal health care bill, known as Romneycare now. Uh, That became the model for the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare. Uh, What's been the legacy locally here in Massachusetts uh, of that law? Well, you know, certainly it has helped uh, get the state near uh, universal coverage. I mean, there's still about 3% of the state that does not have access to coverage. And this administration, like the past administration, is working to shrink that. But, you know, here in Massachusetts, we lead the country in, in coverage, um, which, uh, you know, as everyone has pointed out, served as a model for uh, the national effort to kind of um, move towards that uh, model of, of making sure people have coverage in order to reduce costs by keeping people out of emergency rooms. Um, some of this has uh, worked with to mixed results. I mean, we are still seeing
high rates of people still using emergency room care as their primary source of access to health care, which does drive up costs. But, um, you know, you'll be seeing a lot of celebrations around the state with this anniversary uh, just due to the, the impact it's had not just here but nationally. All right. Well, Matt Murphy, great to talk to you. Thank you, too.